0: The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. This is Eastern Carolina's longest-running sports radio show. The Brian Bailey Show is on the air. The Brian Bailey Show is powered by Greenville Utilities and also brought to you by Angus Grill, Bostick Sug Furniture, angles East Coast Grading Papa Johns Pepsi the Rick House Greenville Utilities BMS Builders Taft Taft and Hagler tiebreakers, and Greenville Auto World. And now, here's Brian Bailey.
1: Happy Monday, everybody, and welcome into our show. We're going to talk Pirate football, and we're going to talk high school basketball on this Monday. We're going to kick it off with Blake Harrell, East Carolina defensive coordinator, as the Pirates get set to open up spring practice on March the 14th. That's next Tuesday. Not tomorrow, but the next week for East Carolina Pirate football and the spring season for ECU football. We'll talk with Blake Harrell about that, kind of get a preview of what to look for as far as that goes. And then later on, Larry Williford, the head coach of Farmville Central. What a great job he's done with those Jaguars year in and year out and year in and year out. They play in the 2A state championship game. It's Farmville Central and unbeaten Reedsville coming up at 2.30 on Saturday in Chapel Hill. So we'll talk with Coach Williford and get you ready for that as well. Blake Harrell, defensive coordinator at East Carolina, kicks us off. It's coming up next here on the Brian Bay Show. Greenville Utilities Electric customers will soon be able to receive text notifications in the event of power outages. Enrollment is automatic, so make sure GUC has your cell phone number by signing into your account at GUC.com, then update the information in your user profile. Want to talk with someone instead? Call 252-752-7166 during business hours. 252-752-7166. Update us so we can update you. Visit GUC.com for more information.
0: It's bow time. There's something special about the first bite of a Bojangles Cajun Filet Biscuit like an edible alarm clock that slaps you awake with bold Cajun flavor. The moment you sink your teeth into that soft, fluffy, made from scratch biscuit, then strike gold with a juicy piece of fried chicken, you'll know. Nothing beats the first bite, except the second first bite. Get a Cajun fillet biscuit combo today at Bojangles. It's Bo time.
2: With over 30 locations across North Carolina and southeastern Virginia, Quality Equipment is your local John Deere dealer, where you'll find everything you need for your next project. Our complete lineup of John Deere lawn and garden, agricultural and commercial worksite equipment comes with years of experience, expertise, and dedication. We know what it takes to get it done right. Stop by today or visit us online at qualityequip.com. Greenville's first ever Texas Fusion restaurant is now open for lunch. That's right, the sidebar located right beside the Dickinson Avenue Public House now offers lunch Tuesday through Friday from 11.30 to 2.30. Come take a break from work and enjoy the tastiest food items around. Whether it's the honey chipotle chicken sandwich, smoked brisket tacos, chicken tortilla soup, chicken tinga nachos, or keep it simple with chips and salsa. To keep up with our ever-changing menu, food and drink specials, and more, follow the sidebar on Facebook or on Instagram at sidebar.greenville. I'm Donald Stocks, owner of PIP Marketing Science Print. We are your one-stop shop for just about anything printed. If we're not your go-to printer, please give us a call at 355-1636. We have over 80 five-star Google reviews and want you to be our next more than satisfied and well-pleased customer. Check us out at growitpip.com or stop in to see us at 3185 Mosley Drive in Greenville where business
0: goes (coughs) to grow.
3: Have you ever seen those exotic aquariums like the guys do in Las Vegas on television? You ever thought about having one of these aquariums in your business? It's more affordable than you think. This is Hal Pruitt with RenAfishTank.com. We can make having an aquarium in your business turnkey with no work, cleaning, or hassles for you. RenAfishTank.com creates a relaxing atmosphere and keeps children occupied. RenAfishTank.com already services many dental, pediatric, and doctor offices, plus hospitals and senior living centers. Check us out at RenAfishTank.com.
2: Yo ho! You're listening
4: to Radio.
0: You're listening to the Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities, providing reliable utility solutions to the Greenville region since 1905. Now back to the show. All right, welcome back on this Monday. This is the Brian Bailey Show. Great to
1: be back in town and to be back with you. On Pirate Radio, Blake Harrell is our guest. First up, East Carolina defensive coordinator as we get set for spring football practice. Coach Harrell, how you doing? Good, Brian. Appreciate you having me on. How you doing? I appreciate you being on for us for sure. When when you guys get ready for spring football practice, how much time do you spend getting ready for the first couple of practices? I mean, how much meeting time do you do and that kind of thing?
4: Yeah, it, it seems like you put a whole lot into that first couple of days of practice, just going through the installs, getting ready, you know, preparing your your body, you know, maybe checking out last season and uh, seeing where you can evaluate yourself, where you can improve, maybe what you want to add to your, your package, and then just also just evaluating guys. I mean, we got a, a lot of new guys defensively that we want to evaluate, see exactly where they're at and see uh, where they what they fit the best for us. And uh, so you put a whole lot of thinking and time and, and just um, thoughts in that, that first couple of days of practice. And then, you know, you get out there and you kind of see what they can do on the grass and kind of go from there.
1: So we're looking forward to it. You know, you work so hard in football for those, uh, those magical Saturdays uh, during the season. So much goes into it. But when you're in this early in spring, you talk about installs and that kind of thing. How much stuff do you get in in the spring and how much of that carries over to, you know, when August comes around?
4: Yeah, I think you have to, uh, first of all, I think, you know, each team is different from year to year, and you have a different identity. Are we more of a, uh, you know, can we be more of up-in-your-face coverage team or do we need to, to play more zone, those type of things? So you're trying to find that out about your football team and evaluate that, but you also want to give your guys enough tools that they can recall back on, you know, come come uh, September. You know, they've been through this install or, or this defense or that defense that they can recall back, and they've been through it two or three times and, and pretty much perfected it by game time.
1: You know, the longer you're out of place, it's like the more comfortable you get. How comfortable are you now as the defensive coordinator? You kind of know what to expect. You kind of, as you said, though, every team is different. You've got a whole new batch of guys in there. And with the transfer portal and, and everything else that goes on in college football, you're always recruiting. But, but how, how comfortable do you feel?
4: Well, no, there's no doubt the landscape of college football is changing. You know, seems like minute by minute, day by day. Uh, just from the portal, from the NIL, to uh, some rule changes that they proposed that might, may take place this fall. Um, but just as far as being at East Carolina and, and being within the American Conference, just what a special place and just a, a place that me and my family really, you know, come to love and call home. And, um, you know, you, you, you have a lot of guys on your roster that you're familiar with and they're back and, and you're excited about those guys. And, Within the conference, you got you know some similar opponents, even though it's going to be a little bit different this year uh, with some guys leaving and guys adding in. But I think that's exciting about the American Conference, exciting for East Carolina, and um, so just really looking forward to it. And you know, it's it's been a, a good journey.
1: I said this last December, but I walked into Coach Houston's office, and he looked like he he'd been up for like forty eight, maybe seventy two straight hours. And I said, "Coach, you're doing all right." He goes, "Man, it's just it's just crazy right now because not only are we in the middle of recruiting the new players, but we're recruiting our players, and there's just so much that constantly goes on. You know, how difficult is that?"
4: Well, I, th- I think if you establish a, a good culture within your building and in your program. And, and guys enjoy being there, they're having a good time, they feel comfortable, they feel loved by their coaches, and all those things are in place, and, and they're pretty happy, then, then that kind of recruits itself and it takes care of its own. And, I mean, I, I usually don't want to leave somewhere where you're pretty happy and you're pretty comfortable. And uh, so I think that helps with, with your your guys, and I think, you know, it's part of it. Recruiting, uh, high school recruiting, or whether you're recruiting, looking at an older guy, I think that's just part of, of what we do and what we've always done. You, you kind of, you stay on top of that. I think every day you got to find some way to, to look to better your program, and that's by adding players to it. You know, whether it be the high school route, the junior college route, or even you know possibly a transfer portal kid. Um, and, and you got to always make sure you're adding the right pieces to your locker room that that are going to get along with your guys in your locker room and bring something to your team that can help you win ball games and make your program special.
1: Yeah, that was my next thought because it, it's kind of like, you know, the grass is always greener. So some guys, and you've had some guys leave, you know, for the portal. And and it's, it's like when you get a guy from the portal, you know, how much trouble has he caused before? There's gotta be so much uh, information that has to come out as far as like inside information. Like, I mean, you know, you talk to other coaches, what kind of kid is this guy? What, you know, you talk to him, you talk to his parents, but it's kind of a
4: crapshoot. It, it is. And I'm, um, you know, actually up up still in Indianapolis was at the combine this week and was just catching up with an old friend who's an assistant GM um in the league you know, yesterday for, for a cup of coffee and he was talking about the same thing about how he has to check all the boxes and, you know, make sure the kid is, is doesn't have any issues or red flags and exactly what they are he's sitting there going through the background and, and making sure he does his homework and thorough search. That's the same we want to do for a, you know, any kid we recruit, whether it be a high school kid or transfer for kid. And I think sometimes, and, and we've all been through this in our life. Sometimes when you do get a, a new opportunity or just a change in scenery, uh, it can, it can refresh you a little bit. So I think, you know, even though a young man may have had uh you know, uh, a a not-so-positive report from a a previous institution or maybe from a high school coach, you still got to look at it and say, well, what was the circumstances of that? What was the environment of that? You know, is the environment at East Carolina and the culture at East Carolina going to be different from that? And can we, you know, help change this young man to to be the best player he can be and and help East Carolina win football games? So those are all the things you got to take into account as you look at those different situations and prepare for it, and then make the best decision you can based off the information that you gather uh, from all that.
1: Very well said. Blake Harold, defensive coordinator at East Carolina, joining us. So you were at the Combine. Did, get, did you get a chance to see Keaton Mitchell run?
4: Yeah, that, that was special. You know, it's, it's my first time uh, being able to, go to attend the, the Combine because, like you said, usually it's right on the, the uh, forefront of a spring practice, and you're trying to get ready for that, and you're finishing up winter workouts, and we just happened to have a, a weekend where we're not so, as busy and just kind of flew up Saturday morning and um, got a chance to watch it Saturday afternoon and, and yesterday afternoon and had a chance to watch Keaton. And uh, he did a really nice job of showing out and just, uh, you know, did, did, you know, did what we, we all know he can do. I mean, I think he was third in the vertical jump, second in the broad jump, uh, third in the 40 and, and just ran a really impressive time and looked really good there. So just really excited for him and his family and, uh, Pirate Nation, and I think he did a good job representing.
1: You know, we all knew he could run uh, like the wind. I think it was the App State game in Charlotte when he took that little swing pass and oh, and he just blistered past everybody. That's when I was like, oh, man, that's elite. I mean, he's something special.
4: He is, and, you know, I got a chance to see his mom and his, his dad both yesterday, and, and they were just talking about how hard he's worked and how he, he developed that speed and he has and just you know i think that exactly the play you're talking about that was like whew. and i think we saw it one time maybe in uh 2020 in practice one time uh he took one took one off on the defense unfortunately for for me but <laughs> <laughs> and fired uh but you can see that speed and it's showing up and and i think uh i think he led the nation in uh 10 yards 10 yard runs or more this year in, in all of all of college football so that's really special and and uh, everybody got to see that last night, and just how fast he is and how special of a young man he is.
1: Did you get a chance to talk to him afterwards? Did, did, he, did he
4: think he did pretty well? I, I did not, you know, just try to keep, let, let him have his, his day and, and keep his space. But, you know, he's he got some other stuff going on as well. So, but it was just, it was uh, pretty exciting just to be there in person.
1: When you think about the draft coming up in April, you know, has he, has he heard, have you heard anything about, you know, where he might be able to go and if he doesn't get drafted? Obviously, obviously he's turned enough heads in this in this combine that he'll get a, a free agent spot somewhere, but, but is there a shot of him getting drafted?
4: Yeah, I, I think he's caught enough attention that just, you know, and, and I'm not really up to date on, you know, this team or that team or, or draft status or any of that, and I'm just, Really excited for all our, all our guys and all our young men and how hard they've worked and the opportunity that they're opening up doors for, not only for themselves, but for our program. Yeah. And I think Keaton certainly is, has done that throughout the season and again yesterday
1: yeah what a great recruiting tool when you can see a keaton mitchell who's you know runs like the wind and you're out there and say hey this could be you at some point down the line blake harrell defensive coordinator at east carolina joining us as we get set for spring football practice take us through the schedule coach of what you guys have been doing since the bowl win uh over coastal carolina 53 29 down in birmingham alabama what have you guys done since you got back
4: yeah, first of all, what an awesome way just to cap off the season with a yeah. huge bowl win, and just a lot of Pirate Nation there to see, and, and just excitement moving into the next season, uh, and and also seeing some young guys in that game that got a chance, and opportunity to, to get out there and 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 showcase what they're about, and, and just looking forward to them in the future. But we, uh, you know, as soon as that game was over, we we had a chance to catch our breath for a minute, and then right right the next week we were back in the office. Um, you know, the way the calendar fell, the NCAA calendar fell, uh, you could have, you know, any any recruits on, on campus, any transfer portal recruits on campus, I think it was like the, the fifth through the seventh or the sixth through the eighth, somewhere in there. Uh, so you had to get back in, prepare for those guys, and set up recruiting visits for those guys. And that was a little bit of a uh, whirlwind, because you may have a, you know, a guy in for a day, he leaves you, he goes to another institution, he leaves that institution, goes to a third institution, so uh you, you certainly got to be uh well planned out you know and, and strategic about how you're bringing kids in and, and also make sure you're bringing in the right right guys for your program so that was kind of um the first week of January there and then I think that the second week of January we had the uh AFC which is the American Football Co- Coaches Association uh clinic it was down in Charlotte this year so that was nice to attend and um attend some different events there and then it was back to, you know, most of January for us as coaches was on the road, high school recruiting. We did a junior day one weekend. We brought some of the top juniors in to just to see the facilities and, and meet coaches and spend some time with them and their families. Um, and, and January for our players was mostly getting back into the weight room um, and, and getting back into, hey, just developing their bodies and taking care of themselves. And, and uh, you know, at the same time, you you find time to kind of have some some uh, meetings with those individuals, just one-offs of, hey, here's what we're looking to do. Here's kind of, you know, the package again, reviewing some things, and just doing some individual things. Then February is obviously a dead period during recruiting, and um, so we're back in the you know office and on campus with our players. And we do some, uh, you know, two or three times a week. We would do, you know, what we call morning runs or max reels, um, and we just it's different a different circuit uh, that we put our guys through, just kind of. You know, one is condition, but two is just attention to detail, mental toughness, uh, all those little things that come into play in the fall that you want to develop in the offseason. So that was a good opportunity for that. And we also, you know, incorporated some football stuff into those uh, workouts as well and into those meetings.
1: Spring football just around the corner. First practice is set for next Tuesday. Blake Harrell, defensive coordinator at East Carolina, is our guest. We will take a commercial break. We'll come back, and then we'll wrap things up with Coach Harrell and get him on his way as he's out of town right now. Indianapolis at the uh, combine. That's got to be a lot of fun to do that and to see Keaton Mitchell run, that kind of thing. Blake Harrell, our guest, back with more on this Monday after this.
0: Hey, sports fans, one of the most beloved athletes ever to play for the Atlanta Braves, Dale Murphy, is coming to Greenville on Sunday, April 2nd. Table sponsorship and ticket information to a dinner with Dale Murphy is available now at pr927fm.com. Don't miss your chance to meet a living legend and hear Dale Murphy talk about his career, leadership, resilience, integrity, and more. It's a dinner with Dale Murphy, Sunday, April 2nd. Details available now at pr927fm.com. With wireless deals, you can't always trust everything you hear. So, when we tell you that at U.S. Cellular, you can choose from any unlimited default plan and get $500 off any phone with no hidden requirements, you're probably thinking, yeah, right. But that actually is right. Because at U.S. Cellular, you actually can trust everything you hear. Limited time offer. Terms and conditions apply. Visit uscellular.com for details.
1: This is Brandon Tate, owner and operator of Atlantic Wireless, an authorized agent for U.S. Cellular since 1997. Visit atlanticwireless.com to find the store near you. We go beyond the
2: call. This is Mark Washington with Max Sports Performance at Max Fitness. Our facility has reopened and is following all safety protocols. The best thing you can do to strengthen your immune system is, of course, to work out and exercise on a regular basis. I can assist you as your performance coach. You can also enjoy the benefits of a private facility. Avoid the crowds and work out at Max Fitness. Now is the time to get healthy. Max Fitness just off Highway 43 in the old Ace Hardware building behind Speedway in Greenville. Call me, Mark Washington, 902-4877 the best burgers around. Everyone loves a thick, juicy, and fresh burger. Tiebreakers in Greenville plus the all-new Tiebreakers in Winterville do real burgers better than anybody. So don't just go to any burger themed restaurant
3: chain. It's time to break the chain and eat local. Tiebreakers. Real burgers at its best.
0: Everybody loves burgers. Arr me, yo-ho, yo-ho, it's Pirate Radio. Pirate Radio. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities. Community-owned, community-powered. Now, back to the show. All
1: right, welcome back on this Monday, continuing on with East Carolina Defensive Coordinator Blake Harrell, who had a chance to go to Indianapolis for the combine for the NFL's future stars, and that had to be exciting. What else did you see out there, Coach, and besides your own, but did you did you enjoy just the whole atmosphere of everything? I did, and, and you know,
4: it, it's it's kind of... A little bit different because always on Sundays we're always in the office working, preparing for the next opponent. So I don't keep up with the the NFL game that much, or just you know who's on what roster, or exactly what they do, or or their world. So that's that's a little bit different, just observing that. But you know, just just seeing guys out there, and we saw several guys from our league. I think on Saturday we saw um, you know a couple receivers from Cincinnati. I think Houston Tank Bell was there. Um, the kid from uh, SMU, Rashid Rice, was there, and then I think Cincinnati had a couple of tight ends. So, and then uh, Clayton Toon from from Houston was there as well. So, definitely our conference was well represented, and just an opportunity to see those guys perform and and just see how the whole thing functions. and And I also had chances to catch up with some different um, some different guys I know in the area and just professional develop a little bit and 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 talk a little ball, and, and that's always good if you can kind of incorporate that all together.
1: You know, the way offenses uh, have evolved in college football, sometimes as a defensive coordinator, you got to be shaking your head, like, why did I get in this business? Because, you know, they're throwing balls all over the place. And I remember after the Temple game this year, you walked up, and I walked up to you, I said, Coach, a win's a win. And you had a look on your face like, man, I don't want to go through any more of these. You remember that?
4: (laughs) No doubt, no doubt, and and definitely don't. You know, it's, it's weird from league to league, too, like, um, you know, I was talking to some of the guys in the Big Ten and just talking about, you know, they see guys that huddle and, you know, come out and run the ball, 12 personnel. And, you know, they're playing about 50, 50 snaps a game defensively. And then you look at our conference or the Big 12, and it's wide open, yeah. out tempo, you know, move the ball up and down the field. And, um, you know, and at the end of the day, is it, a, is it about that? Or is it about winning the game? Obviously winning games is most important, but you still want to go play. Well, on both sides of the ball, as you win the game. So, um, but you're always looking at the things you can do better. And I think, you know, with some of the teams leaving our conference, I think, and uh, some of the rule changes, I think that may that may change uh, offensive football uh, for what we see, you know, next year in in the fall.
1: Kind of new assistant on your side of the uh, football, and Jules Montanar comes to East Carolina from Temple as their cornerback coach. Comes in as the cornerback and defensive pass game coordinator. Talk about him a little bit.
4: Yeah, he's just been a really good addition to our staff and just excited for him. And he knows the league and what we're up against and kind of familiar opponents. He was at South Florida for a year, uh, Temple for a year. And, uh, you know, so his background there, just knowing the American Conference was a good fit and just really excited to have him aboard
1: when you look at the the title defensive pass game coordinator how does that title and, and that role you know go into play with with when you guys put together a game plan for your defense how how is that role evolve
4: yeah i think you know first of all you you kind of look at what everybody in the room is uh you know their their thoughts are on opponent you know everybody has a different breakdown of the opponent and, and uh maybe view it from different different angles because they see it maybe through the lenses of their position and their position group. But I think it's always sometimes good to have a guy that has, you know, as a new guy to your staff that maybe thinks a little bit differently, sees it a little bit differently, and he can add his thoughts to it and go from there. So I think, you know, we just do a really nice job within our defensive staff room of making sure we get, you know, opinions and thoughts from everybody in the room. And then it's my job at the same time to kind of take all those and see what, you know, best fits us and what we can do. Uh, to be successful on saturday and and you know what would help our kids uh be successful so you got you know some of the information you're able to take and use some of the information you kind of go to got a hold off so just kind of being knowing how to handle that and navigate that's always um you know the the special part of it but you know you always want new new thoughts and new new ways of thinking uh in your in your defensive room
1: while we're on the topic of cornerbacks and defensive backs uh, that room has changed a little bit hasn't it
4: it has. You know, I think you're going to see some new faces and, um, you know, sometimes new is not always bad. It, so it can be a good thing and I think we're just really excited about the guys in that room and, you know, I think we're probably longer in that room than we've ever been in the corners room. And when I say longer, we have more length, we have more height. Um, you know, so just really excited. Si- Siobhan the one that kind of we saw a little bit in the bowl game at had a, had a nice tackle on the coming out down there on their sideline and, uh, you know, he's a he's one a plus 6'2 kid that they can run and cover and, and do some things. And he he was a, you know, got to us last summer. So kind of in the fall, he was kind of in and out of injury a little bit. But you saw flashes of who who he can be. And and now we're hoping he turns the corner and just you know is really consistent for us there. So you know, and, and there's other guys in that room. Fletcher Marshall's a six six one six two kid uh, that was a first year player for us last fall. Isaiah Brown Murray, uh, was a first year player for us last fall. He's probably one of the faster guys in the room. Um, you know, we had Ty Mirror Brown in that room as a transfer from North Carolina, but a local kid from Jacksonville who's, uh, you know, super speed and probably still a five eleven, six six foot kid. So I-, I think we got some guys that, you know, certainly battling it out. We-, we moved Brandon Higgs over there for this uh, this spring, and he was a safety in the fall, you know, first time in the fall with us, but he's a super athletic kid that's six foot plus, 190 pounds. Uh, so we-, we certainly, I think, are, are as talented as-, as we've been out there. I uh, just you know hope those guys can help us out and play the position, and, and we may be able to, to to play some press covers. We may be able to play some man out there. So uh, I think they're going to open up some some new possibilities. We just got to see see exactly where they're at this spring and put it all together from that point.
1: And you know that goes back to the whole recruiting deal. It, it's like when you're recruiting a high school player, you know you, you want to leave a positive taste in their mouth because they can come back with with the transfer portal, and we've seen that a couple of times, haven't we?
4: Oh yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, guys that you may have recruited at high school, but have a really good relationship with, and, um, you know, you, you, you always want to stay in touch with those guys and, and, uh, do things the right way, handle yourself the right way. That way two years down the road. They decide they want to move back closer to home or things weren't working out, you know, for whatever reason or another that you, that door is still open. So, um, and that's what happened with Ty with here and a couple other guys. And it's just been a really good addition so far. And, you know now they got to put the pads on and go out perform and earn respect from from the teammates and coaches and, and see what they can do on the grass
1: take us through the linebacker room as spring football gets set to start
4: yeah for, for the uh for the first time in a couple of years we don't have the same you know same core group of guys uh that we have had over the last couple of years you know I was kind of spoiled of having <laughs> yeah. having the same guys uh you know since since the day I walked in the door but you know Taylor Jackson's back and he's a guy that, that's played a, you know, a few snaps there at linebacker, started in the bowl game. Um, and he's, he's going to be in his fourth year in the program. He, just, he still has two years left to play. Uh, but just really like the way he approaches, approaches the room, approaches the game, and, and just very mature young man. So excited about him. Uh, Zakiya Barker was a freshman this past year. Uh, you know, Was a mid-year enrollee last year and uh, had an injury towards ACL miss this past fall um but he's just just a student of the game so really excited to see how he performs on the grass mike edwards we've kind of moved back inside he played some outside back force last year we moved him back to inside and um you know mike's just kind of one of those guys i i, I say he's kind of like aaron Ramsey. he always finds the football he, he's got a, kind of a knack it in there uh filling things out and sorting things out then we, we've added some transfer guys in, in that area um you know, that they can help us. B.J. Davis is a, is a grad student from South, South Carolina State. I think he's had like six or seven career picks and a really long young man. I think he's 6'2", 6'3". So in the past game, I think he's going to shrink some some throwing lanes, some passing lanes. I think he was uh, MEAC, you know, player of the year, all-conference player. Tyquan King's another, another guy we added to the room from North A&T who's got a couple years left to play. Um, and I think he's put on 10 or 12 pounds since he's been here, just kind of developing in the weight room and just really excited about him, another all-conference FCS guy. And then uh, Rod Rod Dilworth is a guy from North Carolina who we would recruited out of high school, but a really really good relationship with. Um, and he probably play more of the outside backer for us, but he's uh, talking about a young man that's very athletic, can run, and he can do those things. So just excited about him. And another guy that we've moved kind of from safety to outside backer is Kingston McKinstry. And Kingston's kind of you know has has some uh time on the grass in the in the in the fall and um but just really excited about him moving forward. I think he had his best off season that he's had since he's been with us, so I think it'd be a good
1: good group for us and then your defensive lineman, obviously you get those guys in and and sometimes it takes them a little bit of you know time to you know to grow and mature and get bigger and stronger. How do you feel about that room?
4: oh really good about the guys up front i mean <laughs> and the good thing that's one of the areas where we're older at and we've got to get a lot of guys back. And I said, for the first time, you you know, up front, you can install as fast as you wanted to. And we'd be just fine. Uh, we're at linebacker and corner. We got to probably slow it down a little bit, make sure we're doing a good job of just teaching and reviewing right there because we got some new faces, but you know, up, up front from Deontay Johnson to Elijah Robinson, uh, you know, I think the, the guy that was kind of the new guy in the, in the fall, but I think, big things out of him. Is J.D. Lampley um, is back, you know. So a lot, a lot of familiar names up front on the edge. You got, uh, you know, Chad. Chad is still with us. Chad Stevens, uh, Jer- Jeremy, uh Lewis is on outside backer up front. So all those names are familiar. Uh, Jack Jack is back with us up front outside backer, um, and then you got some guys that filled in that can fill in as well. So just excited about that room, and that group up front.
1: Got to be excited about that defense. And the thing about Blake Harrell defense is they create turnovers. Does that start in the spring with that mentality that, hey, we're going to take the football away?
4: Yeah, it's, it's a mentality, right? And that's, uh, you know, it's, we, we to our guys it's all about the ball. And, and it doesn't matter if it's it's a, uh, a pass or if it's just a running back carrying the football. We want to try to punch it out, rip it out, pull at it. Um, and and go attack the ball in the air. And that's the mentality that we got to create, and it's, it starts in the spring for sure.
1: How exciting is it when you're in the booth and, and you call your defense and you see it all play out exactly right, and then you get the, the big turnover and, and and maybe even a pick six? I and mean, What are you thinking in all that in that scenario?
4: Yeah, when, when Julius Woods took that ball off against Memphis, that's pretty
1: exciting. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. That's what I was thinking of too. It, it's just it's just to see it all evolve, and, and likewise, when you call a defense and and, and they score a long touchdown or something on it, that kind of you know, it, it's kind of one of those things like with that. You know, that didn't work. But you gotta you gotta have a short memory, don't you?
4: Yeah, and, and I probably you know when when things go really well, I probably don't show much, as much emotion. When things go really poorly, I probably show more emotion. But um, yeah, you you got it. It's no different than a player. It's no different than a corner. If a corner is worried about the last play. Um, then the next play is going to be a bad one too. So we always talk to our guys about the next play, moving on. The, the next play is the most important, and I think as a play caller that that's the same. You know, as a play caller, you, you're also thinking a couple series ahead. Well, hey, if we if we make this call on third down, the next third down, you know, we're looking to make this. So you're kind of setting some things up, uh, several series ahead, uh, and you're also thinking about how the offense is attacking you, how you know how their game plan may. May have changed for your particular day versus the, the past couple of weeks. You know, uh, offenses are going to change up what they do based upon how they can think, they think they can attack you. So you want to make sure you're countering that. And it a little bit of a game of chess up there.
1: Yeah, I'd say it's a lot of game of chess, both offensively and defensively. All right, as you, as you head back to Greenville and you get set for spring football, spring football practice starts next Tuesday, what are some of the things you want to do right away with your with your squad, with your defensive football team uh, right away at spring football?
4: Yeah, we, we always just talk about, hey, we want to be identified by how hard we play, how physical we play, how we play together. And those are things that, that we want to kind of establish It's just from a culture identity standpoint, and then we want to find out, you know, who we can be defensively. Can we be uh, up in your face, take take the uh, the quick game, the easy throws away, and make you earn it? I think we were really good in in, uh, rush defense last year, run defense, and and um, you know, creating turnovers and red zone defense. Think pretty decent, and then we got to figure out, hey, you know, where's the places we got to improve? Pass defense. You know, two years ago we were really good in third third down defense, and this year we slipped a little bit. So we got to get back to what we did two years ago, and I think some of that, just the pass defense and maybe being more aggressive in coverage, may um, come along. So it'll it'll be a big evaluation spring to see, you know, what we can do exactly out out wide at the cornerback position, and you know how we, what kind of coverages we can play. Can we can we be up in your face, play aggressive, which we would all love to do, and uh, kind of go from there. Last
1: year, East Carolina's defense ranked 19th against the run, 112.5 yards per game, and uh, that's obviously a, a nice stat right there. Because the key on defense, as we close it out with Blake Harrell, is you got to stop the run first.
4: Well, that's that's always been, uh, you know, our our, our deal is just hey, stop the run, stop the run, make them throw the football. And uh, you know, I think teams later in the season, you know, especially the last two games, there decided they weren't even going to try to run the football and and they just wanted to kind of air it out and throw it around. And and really, I think the 10, ten previous games before that, we held opponents in regulation. Uh, you know, nobody scored more than 30 points on us in regulation, so I thought that was really good. And then the last two games, uh, just kind of, you know, those two teams had a little bit different approach and a little bit different attack. And, and I said, the other thing you're seeing in our, our league right now is offenses aren't patient enough to run the football. They think a three- or four-yard gain running the football is a bad play for them. So they're going to put it back in the air. So, you know, philosophy-wise, maybe you still want to stop and run, and you still always want to do that, but you also uh, maybe lighten the box up a little bit, maybe widen your defenders out, do some different things there to to take care of the pass game and and protect it there and uh, be sound in that situation.
1: Coach, have a safe trip back to Greenville. Thanks so much for taking time out to be in on our show to preview spring football. We certainly appreciate it. Always great to talk to you for sure. Thanks so much.
4: Hey, thank you. Always enjoy
1: catching up. All right, Blake Harrell, Defensive Coordinator at East Carolina. As we continue on with the Brian Bailey Show, we'll take a commercial break right now. Larry Williford is up next. His Farmville Central Jaguars set to play Weedsville in the two-way state championship game coming up on Saturday. So we'll head to Farmville coming up next on the Brian Bailey Show.
5: This isn't your regular cola, so this isn't your regular cola ad. No beach parties or family barbecues here. Just Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. So forget everything you thought you knew about soda, because that nitrogen gives us a whole new experience. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. You don't pour this like any other cola. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. Can your cola do that? I didn't think so. Unless you've got your own nitro Pepsi, in which case, cheers to your great taste. Because you already know that the only thing better than the pour is the unapologetic cola taste. Ah. What else is there to say? From the creamy foam to the smooth texture to its unbelievably delicious flavor, this is cola like you've never had it before. Time to bring your taste buds to the next frontier. Nitro Pepsi. Smooth. Creamy. Delicious. Your vehicle is a big part of your life. That's
2: why you should trust the team at Greenville Auto World for all your vehicle needs. Greenville Auto World believes in fair prices, superior service, and treating customers right. Visit greenvilleautoworld.net to see their fully stocked inventory of SUVs, trucks, and cars. Need a lift kit, custom rims, or wheels? Greenville Auto World can upgrade your vehicle today. For sales or service, visit Greenville Auto World on Highway 43 in Greenville.
5: Just flip pizza night on its head. This is the new Crispy Parm Pizza, and it puts toasted Parmesan where it's never been before, on the bottom. Introducing the Crispy Parm Pizza, only from Papa John's.
2: Hey, Pirate fans, Papa John's is the MVP move for game day or any day. Place your order online at papajohns.com and sign up for Papa Rewards. Papa John's, better ingredients, better pizza. Go Pirates! BMS Builders is your premier custom builder in eastern North Carolina. With homes in Blackwood, Mills Creek, Dalton's Cove in Farmville, and Belmar in Aiden, they're constantly expanding. Now to
1: Laurel Glen and Sarah's Way, plus the new duplex community at Abigail Trails. BMS Builders can build the home of your dreams. Just ask Dr. Dennis Ross in Greenville or ECU football coach Mike Houston. They built their homes, and they can build yours as well. Call 916-1578 for BMS Builders. The Rick House is Eastern North Carolina's premier restaurant and bourbon authority. Jefferson's, Basil Hayden, Woodford Reserve, and a Midwinter Night's Dram are just a few of the incredible bourbon options. The Rick House features the very best steaks and fresh, made from scratch pastas. The Rick House can host your corporate event or special parties in the 3,000 square foot banquet hall. Join the Rick House for Sunday brunch from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. and for the wine tastings on the last Friday of every month. The Rick House
2: pirate radio being a part of the program being a student athlete at ecu they are going to be very much in
0: the spotlight the voice of the pirate nation you're listening to the brian bailey show powered by greenville utilities community-owned utilities mean local control low rates and high reliability now back to the show all right, welcome back as we continue on on this Monday. East
1: Carolina Pirate Baseball over the weekend. Took two out of three in the Keith LeClair Classic. East Carolina's Pirates will be back in action with a five-game week coming up this week. So a busy time for Pirate baseball on the diamond. Farwell Central's Jaguars have one game to go. That would be the 2A state championship game coming up against Reedsville. Farwell Central beat Goldsboro 76-67 over the weekend in the regional final, scoring the last eight points of the game to head to the state championship game. In fact, Farmville central trailed going into the fourth in this one. And that's very much a rarity under Larry Williford. Coach Williford joins us now from Farmville and coach. First of all, you guys ready for another trip to the state title game?
3: Yes, sir. We're excited. Thank you for having me on the show. Um, you know, it's going to be a busy week. Uh, but it's been our goal since last year when we left the Dean e Smith center, you know, we lost to J.M. Robinson. Um, we talked about that a lot and getting back and you know having a chance to redeem ourselves and I you know I think they've they put yeah. in a lot of work this summer and it carried over into the season and you know we've had an outstanding season. Uh, just excited to get there Saturday I wish it was tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I guess I guess you are excited, and I guess you probably do wish it was tomorrow because that can be a long week. Because basically, what you have to do this week—you've done all the practicing you can do—you got to keep working the guys out. You got to keep them kind of settled down, and you know, because you don't want to peak Wednesday or Thursday. You want to peak on Saturday at two thirty when you take on Reedsville, But how hard is that to keep everybody's emotions under control? Well,
3: I tell a lot of people it's. There's a lot, a, lot, a lot of coaching goes on, but it's also, you're almost more of a psychologist this time of year of uh, keeping people's mind right and, you know, the, the attitude of the team and what direction you want to head in and everyone understanding their roles of what's expected of them. So there's a lot more to it than just the X's and O's. Um, you know, it's, it's more about like keeping the, uh, the mindset uh, and keeping guys fresh mentally and physically, and that's tough this time of year.
1: When you look at, at what you've accomplished uh, in your career at Farmville Central, the last nine seasons, 219-23, and 23, which is unbelievable as far as our record goes, in state championship games. Take us back to 2018 and get us set, because I've got you going to the state championship game for the fifth straight year, but 2020 kind of screws it up because you, you went, but you really didn't go because of COVID. But, but how many years in a row was this? Now six, really, officially? uh one two three four five
3: 16, six it was 16 19 20 21 22 and this will be 23 yes
1: that will be six yes sir yeah can you believe it i mean when you gotta start practicing obviously it's kind of like Tarboro in football i mean you know most teams are thinking hey we want to compete in the conference we want to have, you know, have a conference championship Tarboro, they want to win a state championship farmville central and basketball they want to win a state championship
3: well, it is a blessing and a curse at where our prog- the state of where our program is is that the expectation is a state championship every year uh, and that's a lot you know that's a lot of, for a young man to have on his shoulders but we take it one game at a time. We, and honestly in the summer you can really get a gauge of where you're at. Um, we knew this summer coming out of the summer that we legitimately, had a chance because of who we played. You know, Northwood's playing for the 3A state championship. We beat them twice this summer. Richmond County's playing in the 4A state championship. We beat them this summer. Um, I mean, I can go the list down. There's a couple schools in Virginia still battling it out uh, that we beat. You know, we, I think we went 19-0 this summer. And we, we, we played a heavyweight schedule. And it was, we did that on purpose to kind of stress us and see if, where we were as a basketball team. Are we as good as we think we are? And, uh, you know, I thought with the success we had this summer, guys had a lot of confidence going into November 1st.
1: Only loss of the year came in the John Wall Invitational back on December the 30th. That was to Don Bosco Prep out of Ramsey, New Jersey. Uh, and that's another one of those schools, I guess, Coach, that you try to schedule because you want to play against the very best. Yeah,
3: i mean, at some publications. have uh, You know, Dylan Harper is the number one player in the country. I will say, in my twenty-five years at Farmville, he's one of only maybe three guys I didn't think we could guard. Um, he was unguardable, uh, no matter what we did to him. Uh, and that, that, to me, that, that was a, a surprise because we've always—I thought we've always been a really good defensive basketball team—but that just shows you the type of talent you see if you go to events like the John Wall. Um, or you play in some of these uh, events where there's other Division One players. You see a lot of talented basketball teams, but you also see well-coached teams.
1: Two thirty tip-off in Chapel Hill coming up on Saturday. Jaguars twenty-nine and one on the year against undefeated Reedsville. What have you seen so far on tape about Reedsville? Really good, uh, really
3: good point guard and a really good big man. You know, um, so I think they got two pieces to the puzzle right there. The um, Younger guys, they're freshmen, um, but they don't play like freshmen. Um, the Point guard is probably one of the better point guards we've seen this year, as far as being you know, shifty and being able to get to his spots. And the big man is you know 6'8", he's a legitimate 6'8", 230 pounds. I think some publications have him ranked as the number one tight end in the country coming in as a sophomore for football. Um, so he's a man-child. A lot of people call him Julius Peppers Jr. Uh, We've got our work cut out for us. um, You know, but I like our basketball team. I like that, you know, J.D. Daniels had a big game the other day, you know, Saturday. uh, Different guys have stepped over. Josh Short gets a lot of attention, rightfully so, and he's earned it. But he would be the first to tell you that we're really talented, you know, one through seven.
1: And you know you face some some really tough opponents throughout the season. you know, I throw out teams like like Green Central and what blue's done over there with with that team and and they' they've battled you, but but you always come up you know it seems like you you always come out in front at the end of the game, but you've had some battles. and I would say that some of these battles, some of these teams like the green Centrals of the world, they actually make you a lot better too, don't they?
3: Oh no doubt I mean you want to be. You're never going to win a state championship if you're not comfortable in uncomfortable situations, and that's you know why you hope you can get some quality games late in the season. And uh, you know, being down in front of a sold-out crowd Saturday, and you know, seeing our guys rally in the huddle. You know, they took the huddle over. Um, they were doing the talking in the huddle. That's when you. That's when you become a next-level team is when it's not all about the coach in the huddle but the players being active participants. Um, and it was good to see them. They, they, there was no fussing. It was a calm, you know, couple of suggestions from some players on what who needed to guard who. And uh, sometimes you sit back as a coach and, and, and you let them – because at the end of the day, they run the ship. And I told them that. And, uh, you know, they just did a great job of,
1: of staying focused and composed. You mentioned Josh Short a little while ago, twenty-four points in the win over Goldsboro. He has headed to New Orleans to play uh, to be a privateer. What uh, attracted him to New Orleans, and what other schools were in on him? Well, the, the transfer portal has
3: just basically turned high school basketball recruiting upside down. Um, Ten years ago, the, you know, the portal didn't exist, and, and colleges might would get a grad transfer. If a typical Division One school had four scholarships, they would recruit three high school kids and maybe get a grad transfer. Um, now, with not having to sit out in the portal, if a school has four scholarships, you're lucky if they recruit one high school kid. Yeah. It has is, it is absolutely destroyed the high school recruiting market. Um, and Josh was a kid. Ten years ago, he had twenty. He would have had twenty-five offers. Right. He had three. Um, so that's that's what the transfer portal was done. I'm not. saying, you know, it is what it is. But it's uh, he went to New Orleans. You know, he visited Queens the weekend before. I thought he was going to commit at Queens. He took his visit to New Orleans, and uh, you know, he just said he just felt like it was family. You know, he connected well with the coach. Then he flew back home on a Sunday. The coach flew back here on the Tuesday morning. Was sitting in our gym, had breakfast with them uh, to let him know it was a priority. Um, spend the day at our school. Uh, you know, small things go a long way with kids, especially if you're going to go home, go somewhere. It's going to become your home. And uh, he said he just felt
1: he just said it just felt right. And what you said is so true that it's turned high school basketball recruiting upside down because now schools can go in the portal and they can take a kid who's, who's had a year or two in the program, they don't have to sit out a year, and, and they can go right away. And so a lot of schools, like you said, it used to be they, they recruit, if they had four scholarships, recruit three high school kids. Now you're lucky if you get one. But, you know, do you see that changing at any time? No. Uh, uh,
3: well, I'll put it like this. So 2018, we probably had 65 70 colleges come through our gyms uh, during the open recruiting period when we were having our workouts during the preseason. This year we had four.
5: Wow. It's it's the
3: emphasis is on on fixing it quickly. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of unknowns with high school. You get they got it; they're homesick. Right. They got to get used to the weight program. Um. They're a year away from playing physically. A lot of them, you know. You get a guy, and Brian over here has played two years. He's been away from home. He's been in a weight program for two years. He's averaged nine points a game. You know exactly what you're going to get. Yeah, most of the time. Um, so it's. I understand why colleges are doing it. I just wish that at some point in time it's got to
1: balance out. Coach McNeil, Ruffin McNeil, used to always say you can't microwave it, but that's what pretty much what most people are doing now because the rules are different now, and that's that's a it's a byproduct of uh, I think it does it hurts the high school football players as well because you know and, and probably more so in high, in football because these guys can go to a college and can get in the weight room for a year or two and still have three or four years of eligibility and can transfer you know on a whim and you know don't have to sit out. There's you know, there's no penalty for making a decision that you make and changing your mind. And I think that's, that's the big thing.
3: Well, I will say one thing that will help it is when this COVID year that everyone got, when it cycles out the year after next, that'll open up 25% more scholarships on average is what I've read. Um, because now that that fifth year is gone, that everyone used, um, and some a lot of players use it to their advantage. You know, you got a guy like Holdenalers. He played five years. Right. Um, you know, the guy is backup quarterback Mason Garcia. He'll play five years in college. Yeah. Uh, that's going to cycle out year after next. So hopefully that will open up some more scholarships for high school kids. And that's what college coaches are saying.
1: Wrapping things up with Larry Williford, Farmville Central's head coach. Jaguars 29-1, and Reidsville 26-0 and on the season. Preview the matchup for us, Coach. What are we looking for in this game? Uh,
3: I think a high-level tense basketball game. I think whoever's going to win this game is going to win it in the paint. Um, and they've got, a, they've got a monster down low. the trenches and of the offensive and defensive line, high-level basketball games are won within six, seven feet of the bucket, and that's where we're going to have to uh, make a living that Saturday if we want
1: to win a state championship. And that pressure defense that you guys are known for, if they can't get it to the bucket, then uh, that would help your cause a lot, wouldn't it? Well, uh, we hope they don't get no shot jumps up. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> If you can, if you can handle that, but this uh, Jaguar team and this Jaguar community—I mean, you got to be really pleased with all the years you spent in Farmville. But I'm telling you, when the Jaguars have a home basketball game, and it's an event in Farmville, isn't it?
3: Yes, sir. It's uh, it's taken on a life of its own. It's you know, people are waiting an hour before the door opens to get to get their seat. Um, like Saturday, I mean. We're on the bus. We're two hours away from South Corner, and there's people been in line for four hours waiting to get into the gym. Wow. Standing in line four hours Saturday for a high school basketball game.
1: And, and and we've said it so many times, and, and I think it I think it went away when Doctor Grimsley died, and you hate that, but but you know there's got to be a way to go back to the way we used to do the regionals. The regionals were so much fun that that whole week with the semifinals at Minji's Coliseum and the JH Rose for the ladies, and then the championship Saturday. I mean, and you could you could get as many people as you wanted in the gym because you know, and we had big crowds through the years, but uh, having to go all the way to Barner. it's just it just doesn't make any sense does it
3: no but uh, I believe you'll see some changes next year um, a lot of people want me to call and complain but th- we have to focus on Saturday um, you know once the state championship is complete and you know hopefully we've done what we, we want to do and you know we we win the state championship you know I'll sit down and talk with you know the the powers to be up there and and hopefully we can see some changes because I think this weekend did expose a lot of flaws because of the demand on tickets. You know, our, our tickets sold out in 19 minutes online.
1: That's crazy, and that's that's correct. And it's not fair because everybody wants to see the game. And and when it was at Williams Arena, man, it was it was just the best. I mean, it just really really was. Coach, good luck this weekend. Thanks so much for your time on this Monday, and uh, keep those kids uh, ready to go and fire it up for Reedsville coming up 2.30 in Chapel Hill on Saturday. We certainly appreciate you being on the show with us today. Thank you, Brian. Good you on Saturday. Best of luck to Farmville Central's Jaguars. We'll take our final break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up this edition of The Brian Bailey Show right after this.
3: Hi, I'm Ken Hagler of Taft Taft and Hagler. We're proud to be sponsors of the Brian Bailey show and the Pirate Nation on Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. If you've been injured on the job or due to someone else's negligence in an automobile collision, call us at 752-2000 for a free consultation with experienced professionals who care. Go Pirates.
2: I'm Michael Vaughn with East Coast Grading and Utilities. Many of you know my dad, David Vaughn, and his work in putting in subdivisions all over Pirate Nation. But East Coast Grading and Utilities is not just for those type of big jobs. We're here for the homeowners. Whether it's concrete, driveways, hauling rock or sand, whatever you need, East Coast Grading and Utilities can get the job done. Call us at
5: 252-531-7494 or
2: check us out on Facebook at East Coast Grading and Utilities. The Angus Grill is your premier spot for the best burgers, cheesesteaks, and brisket sandwiches around. Join us for our unmatched variety of burger combinations, from the Mushroom Bacon Swiss Burger to the Jalapeno Popper Burger to the original Angus Classic. Pair that burger with our amazing onion rings, tots, fries, or sweet potato fries. Angus Grill, with four amazing locations in eastern North Carolina, including Winterville near Pitt Community College, on Jarvis Street in Uptown Greenville, and on Statensburg Road near the hospital. It's the best burger around, guaranteed.
0: Quality solid wood furniture that lasts for generations on sale now at Bostic Sugg Furniture. Save an extra 10% off store wide, including beautiful in stock and custom order Amish built solid wood dining rooms and bedrooms. Plus, take an extra 25% off accessories to complete the look and six months special financing. Enjoy a solid night's sleep every night on a new mattress with 48 months special financing now at Bostic Sugg Furniture.
2: I'm Sam Jones, and for more than three generations, my folks have kept the fires burning for Eastern North Carolina Whole Hog Barbecue. At Sam Jones, you'll find our smokehouse pumping out wood-fired meats cooked fresh every single day. There are no freezers at our place. Everything, and we mean everything, is made fresh daily, including our sides, sweets, and sauces. Stop in and see us, and I bet you'll be able to taste our passion in just one bite. At Sam Jones Barbecue, you'll find plenty of smoke, but no mirrors.
0: Hey, O's fans, don't miss out on any of this year's Orioles action by locking in a 2023 Birdland membership. Buy now and receive an exclusive members-only Adley Rutchman Celebration bobblehead with a purchase of any membership plan. Choose from a variety of membership options, including the all-new Flex Membership, giving you the ultimate flexibility to pick the games and seats you want, when you want. Catch all of the fun at Oriole Park. Buy your membership today at orioles.com membership.
2: Pirate Radio. We are Eastern North Carolina's football program. In time, we will be North Carolina's football program.
0: The voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities. Working for our community, not for shareholders. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to our show as we wrap up this
1: edition of The Brian Bailey Show. I want to thank Blake Harrell, defensive coordinator at East Carolina, for joining us live from Indianapolis and in the NFL combines going on from this past weekend. also want to thank Larry Williford, head basketball coach at Farmville Central. His Jaguars take on Reidsville for the 2A state championship coming up on Saturday. That's our show for this Monday. Have yourself a great sports week and we'll see you back here next time on the Brian Bailey Show.
0: This has been the Brian Bailey Show. Powered by Greenville Utilities and also brought to you by Angus Grill, Boston Sug Furniture, Bojangles, East Coast Grady, Papa John's, Pepsi, The Rick House, Greenville Utilities, BMS Builders, Taft Taft and Hagler, Tiebreakers, and Greenville Auto World. Join us next week for
4: another edition of The Brian Bailey Show, right here on Pirate Radio.